Steven, are you surprised the Goon Squad did not make it to the <laughs> big game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. This, yeah, this episode of the Tough Talk podcast is going to be sick. The Goon Squad did not make it to the big game. Yeah, they didn't. And you know what? It's it's crazy because they the Goon Squad had to play the Goblins in the first game. And some were calling that, like, that's going to be your your Titan Cup in San Diego. Right, right, right. And it, it turned out that that was the case because the Goblins came up, they showed up, and they took out the monster and they moved on to take out the actual Monstars. And we don't have, now we don't have Goon Squad versus Dream Team like we've been talking about for like three, four weeks now. I know, we assumed. We assumed. I mean, we said nothing, nobody was safe. Yeah. We did say that. I mean, it's true. We did say that. And here come the Goblins putting a stamp on that. Goblins. So now you got Oof. Goblins versus Dream Team, and we're doing an epic mega cast tonight. The Wild Boys won St. Louis, the Dream Team won Los Angeles, and the Goblins won San Diego. And unfortunately, we get to see Goblins Dream Team, but Wild Boys won't get to be seen, and we'll jump into that here on the podcast. You're listening to the Ultimate Podcast for the Ultimate Flag Football League with your hosts, Steve and Danny. Join us as we break down all the games, players, and updates from around the league. So get ready, because it's time for some Top Talk. We're going to have fun on tonight's podcast. We're talking Titan Division, all yeah. three cities. This is the Tough Talk Podcast. I'm Steven. And I'm Danny. And it's Tough Cup Week. And it's Mega Podcast it. mega. Tough Cup Week. It's Mega Cast time. Mega Playoffs just happened. So much stuff just went down. And just, just so everybody knows, we're talking L.A., Titan, we're talking San Diego Titan, yep. and we're talking St. Louis Titan tonight so that everybody can hear everything on yep. what's going down in Tough League, yep. Tough League Los Angeles, San it, Diego, St. Louis. It was Louis. such oh. a big week, and it's leading up to the biggest week in the Tough Cup this week. That's right. Very exciting stuff. Where do you want to jump in first? I want to jump into uh, Los Angeles. Okay. okay. All right. The- we got all kinds of stuff on tonight's podcast. We're going to be talking... Crazy stuff tonight, but I want to start in Los Angeles. Yep. War Eagles lose to Chaos in round one. Chaos is a Van Nuys team taking out Mid-City. Chaos goes on to play the Savages in another epic Van Nuys second round game here. First That's round right. for the Savages, of course, yet the curse continues. The curse Savages continues. curse continues. No luck in playoffs. They had the the first round bye. They lost by six points. This was an awesome game. It was. And it went Credit back and forth. 28-34, very close. Yeah, and, and you know what? It was really close on the field. It got heated. Ooh. I seen Surge get heated. Ooh. I ain't never seen That's that right. before. You were down there. That's right. Oh, so I saw, I saw, saw Surge getting heated. <laughs> heated on the uh, field. I mean, I don't blame them one bit. I mean, it, it's for them, that was the big game. That's the game that mattered the most. You know what? We'd and, be talking a different podcast if it was Savage's Goblin. And I want to throw out this. Impact takes down the Ducks That's in true game too. one. That's true, too. War Eagles and Ducks not representing Mid-City this no, season. They were ousted in I week one. I would have liked to see the Pegasus put on some more magic. They you know, yeah. for, for Don't get me started on The it. original schedule had the War Eagles playing the Ducks and the Chaos playing in the Impact, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And they switched it on Sunday morning before the games. I did not know this. Yeah. And what? so the Impact ended up playing the Ducks and winning. And the chaos ended up playing the Warriors. What is what is the reason behind that? So I you didn't know. have an interconference uh, first round game going? Maybe, maybe I, I have no idea. Oh, maybe, no, it's seeding. Well, no, the seeding was right though. The oh, Ducks, interesting. It, it, the Ducks were supposed to play the Warriors. Okay, Eagles. but you know what? Again, I'm not getting into all that. I'm just I'm saying say it, it happened. I'm gonna say it. Tough shit. 
<laughs> I said it. It is. It is. The Ducks should have got it done in round one, no matter who they were playing, be exactly. it Impact, War Eagles, Dream Team, Savages, whoever. But the Impact came to play, and this is a team that we really haven't talked about We slept much. on the Impact, for sure. You know what? And, and Manuel Sid, he's a great quarterback. They had that new addition out there on the field with them, and, you know, this whole team came to play. They took it to the Ducks, and unfortunately, they got pitted up against their conference rival, the Dream Team, in the second game and got annihilated yeah. by 30 points. Yeah, yeah. And the Chaos, same story. They come in, they beat the War Eagles, they beat the Savages, and then they go on to play Dream Team in round three. Props to making it to round three. Yep. And they lose to the Dream Team 34-8. to Dream Team is not playing around. Dream Team also took out the Impact 48-18. to so I got an indirect the quote. The right team won in my eyes for sure. Indirect quote. During the game while it was going on, I got a quote from one of the Chaos players, and he straight said, we are getting out chest. Nice. They, he's like, you know what? It this is, game is a chess game, and the Dream that. Team was three steps ahead of the Chaos the entire game. Dream Team, and they have not been shy about the fact that they are about to run Tough League for many seasons to come, from what I understand. You know, they're obviously, they're an Orange County-based league, and for all the guys listening in, San, in St. Louis right now, this is how California is. You've got Los Angeles and San Diego about about two hours shy of that, and then you have Orange County, which is kind of like in the middle. Right. And so now you'll have three big leagues in Southern California versus St. Louis. So, and this Orange County League is yet to start, but it's coming very soon. And this team we're talking about, the Dream Team, is originally from OC. So they're talking like they played in Los Angeles in their first season. They're going to grab the cup and then take it with them to Orange County (laughs) and and hold it there for a long time. That's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. So, and I'm curious to say, because since we're talking all three, let's talk all three. Where do the Wild Boys stand up to the Dream Team? And that's a huge podcast just in itself. All right. I'm you know jumping what? into it. You want to jump into it? Because I, I was going to tease the league here and be like, let's save that for next week. I want to debate that. Uh, or, okay. All right. You want to get into no, it? No, no, no. We can save it. Let's save I it. I think we should because we'll also – Dream Team has yet to win. Bring me back to San Diego. Now you have a team where the Goon Squad won it last season. This is the reigning champ in Tough League. So for the Wild Boys and every team in St. Louis, looking at the Goon Squad coming in here, they were the team to beat. And they lost this game. They lost by 10 points, yeah. which is more than a touchdown, which is very surprising yeah, to me. Very, very surprising. I, I don't want to take away from the Goblins because they came to play. And I said just that last week. I said if the Goon Squad was not careful and they slip up for just a second, a team like the Goblins could come in and take that. Wow. So I did call that, and I think that's exactly what happened. And the dream, and I, and I told this to the Dream Team, too. I reached out to a, a player from the Dream Team, and I said, if you guys aren't careful— you you could find yourself in the same situation as the Goon Squad. Like, yeah, we're all sad. We're not Ooh. getting to see that dream game. The dream game with the you dream know? team and playing the, go- the Goon you know Squad. What? Mm. If the Goblins do come in and take this out, it will be insane. Yeah. None, of the, none of the teams we thought would make it would made it in Goblins. Would it be huge bragging rights? So we, a couple weeks ago, go dig it up, but we talked to Nicholas Turtle Turnowicks on the podcast a couple weeks ago, and we had asked him, have you know the goblins or their prior you know team name young money have they ever played the dream team because we know there's a lot of back and forth you know with with older divisions older Reputa- teams there's reputation and history right. amongst San Diego teams they've never played against each other right and so the goblins in and you know 
prior name Young Money used to play the Goon Squad a lot back and forth. You know, Goblins would win here and there, right. you know, occasionally. But the Goon Squad pretty much ran things. But the fact that the Goblins now have beaten them, they're showing, hey, we are a contender. And if they can beat a team like the Goon Squad, then they're going to give Dream Team a run for their sure, money. It's going to sure, be a good game. Sure. Yeah. I totally, totally agree with you for once. <laughs> I think it will. And it's going to make it epic. Like, I'm, I'm glad to see Goblins are still representing over Goon Squad. It's going to be, like you said, it's going to be a barn burn. I guarantee you Dream Team needs to come with the A game. I have no doubt they will. Spoiler alert, I still got Dream Team. Me too. Okay. Me too. Yeah, I was no, hoping you'd go for Goblins because there is there is a I've an, another poll we should put out. I've, that's, that was the second poll. And I, th- and I think it's going to be majority of Landslide. I'll be very surprised if I see different. Because, uh, you know, I remember we, uh, the, the podcast I put out a post a while ago of which team they thought was going to win the cup. And it said San Diego on one side, Los Angeles on another. And there was like over 100 votes inputted into this. And it was still straight like 50-50, like almost down to a T. Right. So I think the same deal would be split. Like all of Los Angeles is going to say Dream Team's going to win. And same for San Diego. Same. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I want to put out that poll. I'm going to put out that poll. <laughs> uh, but I think the Dream Team, watching this team play, they are just on another level with their chemistry. And... I just think that they uh, they know each other so well. They have players among players among talented players, and I just don't know if the Goblins can handle it. It's true. I see where you're coming from. I guarantee you they're ready. I guarantee you they're doing their research. You yeah. know, I, I've even heard from Dream Team players that they've already watched footage on the Goblins, and they're you know they're they're no they know they're in for it. Right. They absolutely are respecting the Goblins gameplay. So. The Dream Team's not taking it lately. I guarantee you that. It's going to be an awesome game. It's going to be this Sunday. We're going to be down there. I, For everyone that's been playing the raffle tickets, uh, we're going to announce who won a free season for next season on um, the Tough Talk podcast halftime show. That's right. During the Tough Cup. It's, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be crazy stuff going on. Uh, you just said that about the Goblins and all that success they had and their, their crazy team. Uh, I got to say the same for the Wild Boys. The Wild Boys. I'm dropping this on you. Wild Boys versus Goblins. One, two, three. Wild, Wild Boys. Boys. What? Think they'll beat the Goblins? I do. And the biggest reason why I think they could beat the Goblins is their defense is ridiculous. Now, the Goblins have a great defense. Don't get me wrong. They've shown sure. it all season. Sure, they have sure. a good defense. Cameron Wilcom, Turtle Turnowicks. I mean, I could go on naming their players off. But the Wild Boys, they're season they put up 29 interceptions i don't care who you're playing against yeah you put up that kind of work right you're you're gonna win games just by get turning the ball over yeah they put up 11 defensive touchdowns and paired that with 39 offensive touchdowns they put up 50 as a team on the season their quarterback doesn't have to be great because his defense is going to back him up and this team just overwhelms you with defensive back power uh, it's it's insane. So obviously we said early in the podcast that we're going to wait till next week, but the the game to talk about would be a 10-0 Wild Boys versus an 11-0 Dream Team. Right. That's the real, real question because the Goblins obviously made it to the big game. If they beat the Dream Team, right. then we'll have to speculate Goblins, Wild Boys. Right. You know? I, I, but I think but, but according to our predictions, Dream Team's going to beat the Goblins unless we see a miracle in San Diego. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> the miracle in San Diego. I don't know, man. It's. I'm not saying it could never happen. I'm saying it's like, you know what? I can't put down the goblins. I'm going to go 
75 percent dream team. I was going to go around that. I was going to go like. 80-20? 60 Yeah, the extra 10% is for who knows. <laughs> Someone doesn't even show up. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> which, which happened because, you know, we talked about it in the Spartan division, but the L.A. Spartan winner in the Van Nuys Fanatics, they are not coming to San Diego to play this game due to scheduling. Right. And that's a whole other topic. So I'm very glad that tight division still stepping it up. We're still going to see this dream team make the, make the work and travel in. That's right. And get it done and play the Goblins. Yeah. It's it's gonna the that game is gonna be epic. I can't wait to be at the field, commentating this game, doing the tough talk halftime show, and yeah. just being a part of it because it's this is awesome for flag football culture. You have two teams that have been around for a long, long time finally getting to play each other for the yeah. first time and doing it under the tough league platform. Right, it's gonna be epic. the The, the broadcast is gonna be sick. It's gonna you know, it's just going to be on another level. The Tough Nine, Tough Cup was broadcast. It was great. This That's is right. going to be even more epic. San Diego's getting their Tough Nine tournament, too, coming up. So That's get ready right. for that. And for everybody listening in Tough League right now, Spartan, Titan Division, whatever it is, the the season's starting in a month. That's in less than four weeks. That's right. So we have a very short offseason. We're going to jam-pack these next four weeks with tons of offseason material and previewing the summer season, but it's a short list. There's going to be captain's meetings that you have to get to. It's Everybody's going to be in, in fifth gear right now because yep. it's we have a month to get things going. We still have to wrap up this big game. And I'm going to jump into St. Louis in a second. We're going to talk more about those teams that did work over there for Titan Division. It's mm-hmm. the mega cast, so mm-hmm. get ready. It's going to be a long night here. But I want to bring up another hot topic. Zero goddamn tolerance. Yes. Yes, okay, yes, This yes, is a yes, big yes. deal. Now, nothing happened last week. No. I don't want to say we're bringing this up because something happened. But it's been rough lately. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to speak my mind on the podcast. Players, and I said the exact same thing on the Spartan podcast. Players are getting more ballsy with the refs. And it's leading to some serious, serious consequences. The league is just handing them out at this point. Right. The league is not playing around with tolerance, whether it's verbal, whether it's with an official, with a fan at the field. Right. Like, there is zero tolerance right, in let, effect. Let me let me get into this because it is going to be in effect next season. It's going to be taken even more seriously than it already has. We've seen players get suspended. Right. We've seen we've seen a whole bunch there's, of stuff for, happen. This for season. everybody in San Diego and uh, St. Louis, there's players in Los Angeles that are suspended for next season, right. and their teams on thin ice. It, there's it can happen to you. Right. I heard it's rough out there in St. Louis too. So that's what I want to talk about. St. Louis, and we're going to get into St. Louis in just a second, and that's why we're bringing this up now. St. Louis hasn't really had a truly great flag football league out okay. there. They've had they've had some leagues that are good and, and, and some leagues that have a lot of players, dedicated sure. players everywhere. to the sport. Right, right, right. There is one league, it's a nine V nine league, and that's something else I can't wait to get into the off season. But okay. they have they have a nine V nine league that's pretty well known out there in St. Louis. In St. Louis, but they're known also for being a l- really rough around the edges. Okay. You know, players, you know, uh, just uh, the trash talk is real, and I like trash talk. Don't get me wrong. There's I a do. fine line, though, right? There is a fine line, and when sure. it starts to get personal, when it starts to become slander and or derogatory, dire- and direct to and, a person, right? You know, when that starts to happen, and and that does happen in this, you know, super big league out there, it 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 brings down the product. And now with St. Louis. You have this giant brand, and you're getting families coming out, and you have this in LA too. You got families, you got kids. Sure, sure. People are watching the game, and, and they're there to enjoy the game, enjoy the player that they're supporting, right. the team they're supporting. And so, Tough League wants to make it known that it is zero tolerance. And we've talked about this before. Right. The rule is the rule is and stands today for verbal 
abuse. And that's just cursing. Right. That's the, as simple as dropping the F-bomb, which is we're all guilty of, of course. Yeah. But that's, towards somebody and directing it right. towards somebody, you can't be doing it. Right. And the rule stands right now, if you throw something out at a referee or a player or a fan or manager, whoever it may okay. be, that player's going to get a warning. If it's verbal, they're going to get a warning. And if it happens again during the game, he's going to be removed from the game and his team gets an official warning. Right. If it happens again, that team will be immediately forfeited from the game and will be suspended. Yeah. The so, whole team. So now you're looking at that you have to be very careful about who you bring onto your roster. If you have hot-headed players that could cost you uh, key games – that you know you have to take that into consideration before starting this next season right because they are not playing around and it's going to be very very much enforced yeah not that it hasn't already but there's it's just they really are not playing yeah. i really can get into it all night but i don't and i don't want to spend too much time and for the most part everybody's on their best behavior they just want to enforce the fact that tough league is family friendly all across the board no matter what city you're in and and you spoke of it you could bring down the the brand right. the product and they they do not take that lightly. No. They pride themselves on that brand and the product, you know, Tough League as a whole. Yeah, and, 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 and the experience for the players. Right. And granted, you know, the the, the stands aren't filled with with fans, but it doesn't matter. You have families out there. It doesn't matter, yeah. Yeah, you have families. And, and more and more importantly, you have refs who are getting paid to be there to do something and to go out of their way to make this league what it is. Right. And and they're they're not taking that lightly either. Right. You know? And and it just comes down to zero tolerance. Just don't do it. And again, we're not talking about any specific situation no. or nothing. It's just in general. And we talked about the the warnings and the ver you know, if you're if you're if you're doing if you're throwing out verbal accusations or, or slander or derogatory terms, whatever you're doing verbally that's where the warnings come in. And Any kind of physical right, assault, right. yeah, 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 immediately banned. Yeah, yeah. All that talk we just said is out the window. Yeah, you're you're done. And I bring this up because, like, I do have a situation here because, as a as a fan of the league and a podcaster, I enjoy covering these teams week in and week out throughout the season. Now, you have a situation in a Spartan division where a team like the the Spartan Slayers in Mid City are on super thin ice. Right. They've already got a player suspended for next season, and you could see a, a situation where I don't get to see a team like the Slayers play next season right and the same goes for st louis like uh for instance for example like a team like the nightmare you know i hate to see a team not make it to the end of the season and me not be able to cover them wondering if they right. would have made it and all that good stuff so just again zero tolerance don't do it with the new seasons coming up just you know stay on top of it stay on top of your team yeah but let's jump into st louis get into some lighter notes here and, and and start having some fun on this podcast. Nightmare Tigers, Nightmare take out the Tigers by just five points. Yep. Tigers, Nick Sirigos. Epic round one game, yeah. Yeah. Tigers was, came in for for blood there. Yeah. I do think they're going to be threats next season. Oh, absolutely. And I think the Nightmare are as well. Wolfpack go to play the Warriors and trounce them 36-13. Not super surprised. Me neither. I'm not super surprised. Night <laughs> Let's get into it. Nightmare goes to take on the boys, them wild boys. And they lose 28-12. to 12. Wild yep. Boys go on to the championship where they will play the Renegades who took out the Wolfpack. Yeah. So the one and two seed are right where they're supposed to be in right. the championship game. And Wild Boys said, no, no. Yep. We got this. Yep. Renegades didn't even come close. Wolfpack didn't even, it, It's, you know, that went right up the ladder. The Wolfpack, who I thought was going to do a lot better in, in playoffs. But the Wolfpack, the Renegades did to, what they did to the Wolfpack, the Wild Boys did to the Renegades. Exactly. So it literally went up three tiers. Wild boys are like you guys are not even in our on our level right i think i think wild boys you know what they need tough nine 
they do. Now, we've heard from a lot of people in St. Louis that because of that giant tough nine league that's out there, or not, I can't call it a tough nine league, but because of that giant that 9v9, 9v9 league, yeah, yeah. It's, it, you're, you would have a major market for tough nine in St. Louis. And it, that's their game. Yeah. So I'd love I to think, see what happens in and that. And you know what? Tough nine is, a, no matter what city you're in, tough nine's a privilege that kind of comes a little bit later in the game because they don't even have a Spartan division yet. Right. So I think that tough nine will come after a Spartan division comes. So if you're in St. Louis, get that going. I want to see, I want to see 10 teams. Ten Titan teams, yeah, and eight Spartan teams, yeah. I would, I would like to see that. So, as we were talking about earlier, the Wild Boys, we think that they could take on a team like the Goblins. We're going to talk about what would happen if they played the Dream Team next week. But they took out the Renegades. They put up a twenty-eight to six showing. This team is proving that they are the tops in St. Louis. They're proving that they could hang in L.A. Yeah. Spoiler alert: I do think they could hang. Sure, I'm not going to fight you there. And you know, they believe in their quarterback, who's not you know the the best quarterback in the league. But their defense is sick. I said it earlier. Twenty nine interceptions is 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 crazy, and I cannot wait to see what they do next season. Yeah, it's it's going to be awesome. It's been an epic tough cup week. So that's St. Louis in a nutshell. I want to talk about this. Way too early predictions for next season. Oh wow! I mean, it's not that early. It it's less than four weeks yeah, away. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, we were just talking St. Louis. So let me ask you this: If the teams in St. Louis stayed the same. Do the Wild Boys repeat? Of course. Of course. <laughs> he says, of I course. Mean, you're basing it off this past season. So yeah. what, what else do I have to go against? I mean, granted, like teams like the Nightmare, the Wolfpack, the Renegades, they're going to come back stronger now that they have one season of tough under their belt. True. True. Uh, I mean, I think what that. What else you got? That's too easy. <laughs> too easy. All and, right. And, and if that's the case, prove me wrong because yeah. I want to see a bunch of new teams. For all I know, teams like that we're not talking about much, like the Reptiles, the Reptiles, the Redbirds, the Cyclones, the teams that we haven't talked about in a while because, granted, if you're on the podcast, you're doing work. Right. So we're talking about the teams that <laughs> made it. And uh, you could see a lot of new teams coming, is what I'm trying to get you at. Could. So you I could. don't know. That could be different. But like you said, if the same teams returned, yeah. Give it to the Wild Boys. Next. All right, next, let's go over to Van Eyes in the Los Angeles Titan division. We were talking a little bit about the Bombers earlier. Okay. Well, the Bombers reversed their downward, their downward, their downward spiral that they have been in. Well, they come back next season and actually put on a show. They need some serious change. They do. They do need change. Um, I don't know if Teddy Swanson can do it anymore. You know what? I don't see it. Nope. I hate to see it. Yeah. For everybody in San Diego and St. Louis, Bombers are one of my favorite teams to root for in Los Angeles. That's why I asked you this question. I, well, oh, how dare you? <laughs> I don't. You threw that on me. You know, unless I hear a lot in off-season chatter over the next four weeks, if there's not major change, then I, I, what, what more can I say? Got the answer. They, they're not going to have the same magic the Pegasus did in Mid-City. No, I don't think now, so. That's the same case where you have a you know, low-tier Titan team, and I call them that based on record for the past few seasons, came in this season and came in high. Yeah, just and I didn't make it to the playoffs, but the mega playoffs, I should right, say. And right. uh, no, I don't, think I don't think that's yeah. I think the bombers need a little bit of the Pegasus magic. I know who they need help from. What do you got, Shelton Ray? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> All right, never mind, never mind. Let's move on. Uh, speaking of the Pegasus, will they continue their their yes. extreme? You've got a scoop on that, if I'm not mistaken. I do. I'm actually going to drop it next week. But the Pegasus have recruited two players. One of them. A rumored to be a former NFL punt returner. And another one is a tough veteran who hasn't played for the while. He last played with Rick Conti and the Sharks yeah. when the Sharks were a team. Okay. So 
talk about that next week. All right, all right. But I agree with you. I think they're going to continue yeah, their the success. Pegasus train will continue. Yeah. Will the same? Let me throw a question at you. Will the War Eagles do the same? Yes, okay. I think they will. I think they need to. I think they need their. So I we this, talked about this, this the earlier. Problem. The War Eagles and the Ducks need to have a season. Okay, they keep coming. And t- I'm come all fired up now <laughs> because they keep coming so close and and not getting to the big game. And I think. They need it. Yeah. War Eagles or Ducks, they need to do something next season. They need to have an amazing season, go undefeated, or or do it in playoffs. So from what I, I – I threw it out on the Spartan podcast that I talked to Rick Conti this weekend at the games. So I talked to him, and he said one of his biggest problems with the team this season is a lot of the guys that he had slated to play defense for his team did not show up. And okay. so you have this offensive, cohesive unit that plays offense well together, and now a lot of these guys are having to go out and play defense. Yeah. And you know what? And it's not an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> I don't – you know, it, it is it, – or I should say it is an excuse, and I, I don't no, really – it's a, it's a reason. I get it. But, but he says, you know – Still. I he's mean, optimistic okay. that his team will come and, back and strong. And you know what? I'll give you that because when you're going up against – Teams like the Ducks, you, there's no room for error. And These the are really team. hard teams to beat, right? And you need ultimate strategy, full rosters. And I get it when you don't have your 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 normal defense. Okay, I get it. During yep. the season, that there's no excuse. But in, you know, when it comes time to playoffs, you need the full healthy roster, the ones that you started with. I get it. All right, give them a pass. <laughs> That'll be a new segment coming up. You know, pass or not. You know, if you give them a pass, I will give the War Eagles a pass on that on the playoff work. All right, let me ask you this: They will come strong next season. They will come strong. Okay. Yeah. Can anyone in Los Angeles take out the Dream Team? Yeah. Yeah, you think uh, so? What, next season? Next season. Um, well, it's tough. I mean, it, with the teams that stand right now, can anyone do keep, it? Keep in mind, uh, you know, we heard rumors of teams like the Venom coming back. Yeah. Could be could be doing work. Yeah, I uh, actually, team. another player I got to talk to, Greg Ellis. I, I think, that, you know what, yes, there is a team I think can take out the Dream Team. You're going to call me crazy, but... There is a team I think could beat the Dream Team next season. Okay. Savages. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. It. That brings me to my next question. Are the Savages going to ever break the curse? Do you think they could do it against the Dream Team? You know, I, I, I've been showing them a lot of love throughout the whole season and defending them that, you know, this is their season. They were going to go 8-0. and I did call that. Yeah? You yeah. know? You did. I don't know. It's too early. I'm not giving. You know what? <laughs> we'll say I, I think it could be because if – the chaos beat the savages thirty four to twenty eight now let's say there there was a one play difference and the savages beat the chaos and they went on to play the dream team i don't think it would have been thirty four to eight like it was dream team chaos i think the savages would have given the dream team a lot more a run for their money Are we okay so we didn't talk about the chaos and uh you brought their name up they they actually had to play two games before going on to play the dream that's team that's right and so the savages would have only had to play one true but the chaos they had two really tough games War against, eagles and savages yeah, i know before they even have to touch dream team right so i'll give them that for sure yeah that team put on a show and i don't know if this team is coming back next season i hope so because this team is a, a bunch of all-stars that formed from different teams you know like rashi scarborough from the venom lavelle thompson john austin Derek wallace Chase Savage, Bobby, Bobby Baxter, Joe Smith, Mark Lowe, Kyle Clark, and Will Chandler. Like, I pretty much just name off their whole roster. And those guys could either be staying together, which I hope, or they could all disperse back to their normal teams. I have some uh, info teams. on that. What do you got? A little bit you of info. Some... So, talk oh, to Greg you, Ellis. You got news? You got news? Got news. News. What is it, Greg Ellis? It's more of a rumor. Okay. So it's 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 a speculation. Let's so, clarify this. Greg Ellis was quarterback of the Venom. 
this past season before this one. Right. Very good team. Very good franchise. Absolute threats. They took the season off. Yep. Players dispersed. Yeah, okay. exactly. So what so, do you got here? You got so Newsom. Greg Ellis was hurt, and he we had originally thought that he had torn his Achilles. He strained it, and okay. he he basically uh, it wasn't a it wasn't a full on tear of the Achilles, so he didn't have to have surgery. But basically, the doctor said you got to stay off of it for for you know four to six weeks if you want to you know not have surgery. Okay, and so he's been off of it for for some time now, and he. He said that he probably could have pushed it and played, but he didn't want to, you know, tear it. I get it. And I get it. I don't know because the season's still only three weeks away, four weeks away. It, I don't think he's going to come back in my eyes. I wouldn't come back if I was him based on that injury. That's a tough injury. And if he wants to play again, period, he, I would say you wait and give it a little more time to rest. If that has to be a full season, it has to be a full season. You could see him maybe come in, but I think the chaos might return based on that because it, the only way the chaos doesn't return is if Greg Ellis doesn't return to the Venom. Okay, because I was going to throw in a hot take. Let's say the chaos stayed together and the whole team stayed intact and Greg Ellis didn't come back with the Venom. I want to see a I want to see a fan matchup where you put Greg Ellis on the bombers. Whoa! And then have totally changed things up there. That would really that's, a, that's, that's the change. I, thing you know, I say it lightly because I know it's never going to happen. Yeah, it's a big old smile on my face just thinking yeah. about it. Greg, I just want to throw it out there. Now. <laughs> Greg Ellis, quarterback for the bombers. I'd love to see it. Yeah, me it's too. never going to happen though. Me too. All right, I got one more hot take question for you. All right. One, will the goblins? I, one, will they give the Dream Team a good game, first of all? Okay, let me clarify this. Will the San Diego Goblins Correct. beat the Los Angeles Dream Team? Or at least give them a run for their money. You know, I want to give you a better question. I got a good one. Okay. Will the San Diego Goblins versus the Los Angeles Dream Team versus the St. Louis Wild Boys in a three-way round-robin play? Who's coming out victorious? Let's let's go. Let's talk some real fantasy here. Not so, even a one game. Like I'm talking like a three game. Like kind of like we've seen uh, last season in Tough League, right. where you had Downey versus Mid City versus Van Nuys. You had a three way race there. Right now, so, if, that were to, if that were to be the case, let's say in a, in, a, in a perfect world, St. Louis Wild Boys uh, are like, hey, never mind. Out. Never never mind the fanatics not being able to make it an hour down. We're flying out. We're all getting our team out there. Let's make it happen. What would happen in that scenario? Tough League would have to accept it. Yeah, Should the pair, players go that that bold and make it happen? Oh my god, that little would hint happen. to next season if you're listening, oh. make that happen, <laughs> right? You would have a three-way round robin play. Not to mention if Orange County was up, yeah. So we would already have a surprise Super Cup series there. If let's if, talk fantasy. How what's that playing out like? Okay, let's say let me get let me get even crazier. Dream Team takes the first seed. Uh, Wild Boys take the second seed. Okay. And goblins take the third. So, so you've got goblins versus uh, wild boys, wild boys to first play up. The dream team. We think wild boys are coming out to play the dream team. So that How comes e- to the, the last the question: Los Angeles Dream Team versus the St. Louis Wild Boys. We, How epic is that headline right there? We've thrown it out two or three times on this podcast and I'm going to stick to my guns. We are going to save that topic for next week. Ah. So make sure you check out next week's edition of the Tough Talk podcast for this edition. Make sure you check out the games this week or the game, the game. The game. 
and make sure you check that out this weekend. One more shout-out before we close it out. I want to shout-out the Wild Boys for making my dreams come true. I do not have to do an embarrassing uh, moment 11 tonight. 11-0. and 11-0. Safe from your embarrassing moment. And I called it. Can I get, Next week, can I ask you, will you put an embarrassing moment on the line if they repeat an undefeated season? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll, I'll find out next week <laughs> on the Tough Talk Podcast. Check us out next week. I'm Steven. That's Danny. We're out. Listen to the Tough Talk Podcast every Wednesday morning. Every Wednesday morning, new episode, Tough Talk Podcast. Steve and Danny Morty. Well, we love it. Tough Talk. <laughs>